In a land of insane heat waves and a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulders of three dudes. Its name, Four Seasons in a Funeral. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 13 of Merlin, La Morte d'Arthur. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. Hi, I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. Nick, why does your microphone sound so crackly? Does it? <laughs> yeah. Did I, holy did fuck, I fuck, that was bad. Did I that fuck was, things up? That was so bad. I really huh. thought you leaned forward so your lips were touching the microphone when you said that intro. That sounded how, like you were how... talking through a Logitech webcam. What the fuck? How did I make it that bad? Like, does it sound better now? It sounds yeah. better now, but that was what? real bad. What did you do, my friend? I, I don't have a good answer for why it was that bad. Like, I, I, I just don't. Welcome to Forsaf Audio. Welcome, welcome to Forsaf, where where audio quality is our name and Nick's cursed audio setup is our game. Truly uh, suspect. <laughs> I, uh, David, David's decided to add four extra letters to a word that he doesn't have to anymore. Um, I, I, I don't whoa, know what's going whoa. on. Whoa, <laughs> No one, no, I'm, I'm not one of those people. I ain't going to be sprouting the word sus. Ah, uh, you're right, David. You've you've evolved beyond sus. I I forgot. It's actually a five letter word. Yes, a hundred percent. Every time. <laughs> this is a terrible energy to start this episode. It, it really is. I'm, 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 is. I'm glad. This is such a bad energy. It's, to be fair, it's, this it's was going to be great. This was a fairly I will uh, play my hand mediocre episode of Supernatural. <laughs> um. Just oh uh, man, the the death trades and dodges here. Oof! Did Eric Kripke write this? This was a real bad episode. <laughs> <laughs> man. Also, what? hey, we're at the season finale. We're yeah. done season one. What is season we, we, finale? We what a trash fire season finale to have. Damn. It just. Do you think it was good? No, I think there were some decent moments, but yeah, that's that's what I'll give it. I think there were some decent moments. Um, yeah, but there's nothing holding those moments together. Fair. And the stuff in between was kind of kind of funny, especially <laughs> the end bit. That ending scene with Nimway. Oh, I chuckled. Oh my god! <laughs> that 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 final the final two minutes of this episode are is great. <laughs> Also, just to get out of the way now, we get that legendary BBC not attention to detail where they're kind of like, okay, like, druid priestess, she's wearing this dress, it's kind of tattered, yeah, whatever. What should she be wearing on her feet? Like, flats or, like, no shoes at all? And someone's like, no, 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 like, heels. Well, they keep putting fucking Morgana in these low-cut tank tops. <laughs> and they're literally just tank tops. Like they're not some kind of like fantasy lace, like any like push-ups, anything. No, they're just tank tops. So I don't see why they would care about her footwear. Like, Camelot, despite appearing to have no trade with Asia, has a lot of silk. It's a just, lot of it. It's not. It doesn't even look like silk. It looks like just a cotton tank top they bought from Walmart. Like, <laughs> hey man, they had to put in. They had to put in all of their uh, all of their budget into making that wonderful CG questing beast. Ooh, oh boy. my god. Oh boy. <laughs> before yeah, so we get anyway, too much into we get the episode, episode. Oh, great. Yeah. What have we been doing? What have yes. we been up to? Uh, Nick, what have you been up to? 
Ah, uh, uh, so not too much, but there's 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 one tiny stupid story that I just want to share uh, from like earlier today. Uh, it's 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 super hot out today, um, audience. Uh, and on my way home, I was like, you know what? I want a frosty. So I went to Wendy's to go get a frosty. Uh, and I went into the Wendy's and I was like, hey, I'd like one of your small frosties because they're a dollar and that's great. Um, and it was a dollar five. Sadly, I had two dollars. I like I had like a two dollar coin. I was like, you know what? I want to like not get 95 cents back. So I, I found a uh, a dime. So I was like, all right, two ten. Uh, handed it to the guy. He hands me back a dollar twenty-five and change. And I'm like, that's not right. Hey, um, you gave me a quarter. I I, I should have gotten a nickel back. And he's like, oh, oops, sorry. Um, goes to like goes to like redo it. It takes him like thirty seconds to get the cash register open to like trade out the the uh, currency. And he gives me a dime. Just donate the hey. money. If they have a little change box, donate the money. And he, 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 gave, he, gave, he gave me the dime and I just shut up. I was like, you know what? Fine. <laughs> this, is, this is what's happening. Okay. Like, <laughs> To be fair to that man, that was probably the first time he had to give someone change in like years. It was like, dude, I'm not going to do a dollar, like a one dollar like purchase on like a card if I just have the change for I it. I know, but also so, like because of pandemic and just because oh, of I know. cashlessness, like that was probably the first time he's like, oh, fuck coins, right? Oh, God, what are coins again? <laughs> well, but depending it was like, on it. <laughs> it was two times. I was like, I was wondering, like, I, I was wondering if I handed it back to him if he was going to hand me like a loony. Like, I was convinced I was never how getting many, a nickel. How many times can you go through this exchange? How much money can you be up? I mean, well, I went down so fifteen many, cents. <laughs> only so many coins that he could go wrong. He like, could start giving you multiple coins, and he's like, "Oh, five cents! I need to give you twenty-five toonies." <laughs> like eventually, he will hand you the right coin if you just go through all of the available coins, right? <laughs> but no, I he, he handed me the dime and immediately walked pennies. away. Like, he, he immediately walked away, like, closed the cash register before handing it to me, walked away, and I was like, you know what? Fine. I guess this is what I'm getting. No, he's, so subtly, gotta... trying, he's subtly trying to bankrupt that Wendy's. Just, sure, like, sure. 20 cents at a time. Sure, and I'm sure he scowled at me for, for uh, no, sullying like time... how, much, how much he was trying to get a, got, um, to take away from them. Every time I go to, like, Tim Hortons or something and I pay with cash, any change that is lower than a quarter instantly goes into like their donation bin. I don't want dimes. I don't want nickel. I keep it, but then I immediately put it all in a uh, like change bucket I have at yeah. home. Yeah, change buckets are great because I don't want to donate to charity. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, David. Fuck them poor people. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> David, twenty twenty two. Listen, nah. if. We and had also better social security systems. We wouldn't have poor people that we need to donate money to. The fact that people treat poor people as a personal failure and not a societal failure er, annoys me. What's, what's the line about how Americans view themselves? They're just temporarily not millionaires. Listen, you're never going to be a millionaire. Just live your life as if you're never going to be a millionaire. My favorite thing is even if you are a millionaire, you are closer to being in poverty than you are like the net worth of any of the big CEOs. Anyways, Tax the rich. Anyways, Charlie, what have you been up to? Uh, getting a new dog. Yay. 
we, we <laughs> went to a, said so casually <laughs> like, went to yep, new dog to, i guess well there, there's an animal rescue place uh not too far from where we are so we went up on the weekend because they had puppies and we're like ah we'll be in the area anyways let's go see some puppies maybe we think about getting a puppy but they are exhausting draining draining little creatures um but then we saw a dog that we really liked he was very shy but the personality seems like it's a good fit so we get to do a little meet and greet tomorrow and if that'll the current dog then we take him home and then we'll have two dogs yay current name is little one and that needs to be changed so audience yes. tweet at us at Forsaf and you get to name the dog. Uh all the names have to be insect related in some way. Nope, nope. That's just for cats. Oh, just for cats? Uh, make, make them oh, Merlin I guess, yeah. related. It'll be great. Well make so, it Merlin related. <laughs> well our dog's name is Ophelia, and if we were more literary inclined, his name would be Hamlet. Oh. Um, yeah. I also I also love that her name Doesn't... is Ophelia because she absolutely hates water. Doesn't your girlfriend hate reading? Like, isn't that one of her, like, oh, big yeah, no, things? Is how much dis- she hates reading? It's such I a believe- strange trait. Well, I, I mean- believe the one thing she said was, like, it's for nerds. <laughs> and I was like, both my, singer- my both my sisters are English majors. And she's like, oh. And it's like, exactly. I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> we had been dating for, like, two weeks. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> uh. Um, I went to a uh, un unnamed anime convention. We're not gonna name it because Dude, okay. you. I think you can because it's really easy to track down. Uh, I would just no. Be. I would just rather not because I'm staff there and I have many complaints yep. about the convention. <laughs> David David just wants to to give at least some deniability. Give me some deniability for the absolute shit show that this convention is. <laughs> so, okay. But the problem was we ended up selling more tickets than we have ever sold by a margin of like nearly 50%. Damn. <laughs> huh. Which is great for sales, but terrible when you have a registration line where you need to line up to go pick up your badge and it is the hottest weekend ever and you have people dropping like flies through heat exhaustion <laughs> like yeah. because the lineup is so long it goes outside into a parking lot that is just not protected from the elements <laughs> and you have people in like heavy cosplay lined up for like four hours can with I, no can water I, and it's can like I read, yeah <laughs> can i read the ending of a tweet they put out yeah go for it we are sorry and apologize for a situation that never should have happened. What the yeah. fuck kind of apology is that? Because there shouldn't, the lines shouldn't have been that long. Like, they never should have been waiting that long. But also, when five days before the con starts, you get oh, uh, literally 4K extra pre-reges out of nowhere, what do you do? Like, yeah, there's people being like, didn't get in, waited in line for three hours, where's my money? <clears throat> Yeah, like there, there was literally, it's just, it's impossible to handle. Like there is yeah. only so much manpower, and we were vastly exceeded, like the amount of capacity we could do. 
like I, in a reasonable I can imagine I can imagine getting an extra like the four thousand like pre-registrations like not very many days in advance it's just one of the more like blood pressure spiking things oh absolutely horrifying and then 30 percent more people end up showing up at the door to buy tickets day of and you're like uh <laughs> like we are going uh, to break our uh attendance records by like a ridiculous amount <laughs> so like it makes sense because this was the first time back since covid right yes um, first time in three years everyone's everyone's everyone just goes insane um, yes, because but it's just that's what happens. Like we we were definitely expecting more people, just not that much. Like there's yeah. an amount you can plan for because it's not like we're a small convention, anyways. Like we were you're expecting. The, you're the biggest in Canada, aren't you? Not in Canada, not convention in general, because there's the general like Comic Cons and Fan <clears throat> Expos, which are oh, bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like. It's not like we're a small con, so we were expecting a lot of people, but <laughs> still too many people, which is tons of problems, and then it also doesn't really help that our staff has been absolutely gutted um, in numbers because uh, of what can only be described as several coups and failed coups in different departments. Oh. Oh, <laughs> because, hey, when you have three years of no actual convention going on, that's when some <laughs> discontent gets brought up <laughs> through through meetings and such. And where, uh, yeah, coups get happened or <laughs> fail and people are let off staff. So when you oh, have dear. like 50 percent more people arriving and 50 percent less staff than last year. <laughs> It's yeah, not a great combination. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not the combo that you're looking for, is it? No, it's really that's, not. That's fun. You get to do it all again in uh like 11 months. Kill me and my life. <laughs> David, just run your own coup. You, uh, you'll either go to the top or you'll be gone. The coup and, is aren't, aren't both the, of those the great? coup is so that I can quit and I don't have to show up anymore. <laughs> I will become the head so that I can. I am allowed to quit. Yes. At last, I am director of well, <laughs> dictator of this convention. My first order of business: I resign. Well, no, no, no. Well, no. So it's really important. It's really important that you like start rumblings of like two or three other coups. Then you have your own successful coup, and immediately you just get like kicked off as well. <laughs> like, like that's the goal, right? Have your own. If it's unsuccessful, it's fine. You're gone. If it's successful, it's fine because you'll be incompetent enough for the next one that you've already been like trying to get going to have happen. Be great. <laughs> I'm so glad I only volunteered at a con with you once. That was enough experience for me. Listen, it's it's still a good time. That's good. <clears throat> it's it was still fun. It's nice to see all my friends. I only get to see a cons and stuff. So you know, it, I, uh, I uh, yeah, I have I have complicated feelings about conventions. <laughs> I can't wait Understand. for the entire segment to just be like heavily edited and or censored. <laughs> on like a, a review and we just this is their jumping in point oh no yeah. and speaking, welcome back speaking <laughs> of jumping in point what's that tv guide nick what what that tv guide be um in the season one finale arthur is seriously injured by a mystical monster known as a questing beast 
Merlin travels to the Isle of the Blessed to retrieve a cure, but the potion comes with a price. In order for Arthur to live, another must die. Yeah, we start once again uh, with Arthur Merlin hunting. Because apparently the knights have nothing fucking better to do with their time. They're always fucking hunting, aren't they? (laughs) Listen. I don't know if this is like people saw the questing beast and were like, hey, something fuck you up in those woods. Or if Arthur was like, let's go try and kill something today. They're all way too surprised at what the questing piece is for this to be like. Would you not be surprised? It's the fucking body of a leopard head of a cobra. If I was planning to hunt it and it showed up, that's like showing up like we're going to go kill a dragon. And then this dragon shows up and you're like, oh, a dragon. (laughs) Like, no. It could be like lizard monster. Oh, villagers say there's a big monster in these woods and we got to kill it. Whatever. Peasants don't know what they're it's, talking about. It's oh shit, it's probably just a large bear. <laughs> or Weird two small bears a in a trench coat. Ah. Uh, three wombats in a trench coat. No, three no storybook brawl references. <laughs> we don't support NFTs. We we do uh, not support NFTs we, here. If we, you like yes. NFTs, stop listening. <laughs> okay, now that our one our- listener is gone. Our listener Our base is listener small enough. Is we'll, we'll, take, we'll take a hit. He's an NFT, bro. He minted Merlin NFTs. <laughs> uh, we should mint NFTs of just the Merlin screen caps of observers I've made. Could could you make... Oh my god, I have the dumbest idea ever. Let's I, make a show. But... And it could just be like a five-minute show. The more... The idea behind it is the longer the show, the more money we can potentially screw people out of. Each frame is an NFT, and the only way to watch the episode is to buy all of the NFTs. Oh my god. <laughs> so the problem is we don't have the clout for that. That's, you that don't is the need only NFTs problem. to make clout. Like, fuck, NFT bros will absorb anything. Did, did you mean to say we don't? you don't have to have clout to make NFTs? It's just it's just <laughs> porn. We just do a porn. And each frame is an NFT. Hey, that like kind of works because you, it's like, look, porn images, but you can put them together. But also um, like you get to see which frames like people value more. Like if you make a hundred of each frame available. This is reminding me of the XKCD comic where it's like if you leave two people locked in a box with nothing but like a <laughs> but like a five minute footage of Joe Biden eating a mayonnaise sandwich, you're gonna have them discussing which frames is the best. Oh yeah, obviously. Uh, it's the twenty eighth um... and fifty second, by the way. <laughs> that is uh... pre bite and mid bite. We have gotten very off topic. What were we talking yeah. about? We're, uh, we we made hunting it into the episode questing beast. questing beast. Okay, yes. They should um. be more prepared for this. Yes, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, they see the beast and go, oh shit. Uh, and then they run away. And a knight is and killed. Sir Bedivere tries to help Merlin get up with Arthur and then falls himself and Merlin and Arthur are like, all right, cool, we're safe. And then Honestly, Sir Bedivere dies. When, when they said, like, oh, someone's missing, where's Bedivere? Instantly in, in my mind, I was like, Bedivere is not Bedinir, and now he is Dedivere. <laughs> what? What's wrong with your brain? <laughs> Which is my mindset watching this episode. 
What's wrong with your brain, Charlie? You need to go see someone. But Bedivere was not Bedivere, and now he is Dedivere. You need to go see someone. Oh, no. Oh, you need to go see someone. I thought Any, it was Anyways. Funny. Anyways, oh. fucking... All, all we need to know is that... Um, we get back to the castle. Um, Arthur's like, yeah, that, that was a pretty fucking weird creature. Uh, and Guys is immediately like, hey, that's probably a questing beast um, from, from that description that you've given me. Um, th- that spells uh, some, some bad, challenging times ahead for the kingdom. Uh, and Arthur's like, nah, fuck that shit. Couldn't be a questing beast. I remember the last time there was a questing beast, and we're not going to talk about that, Gaius. Well, guys, uh, yeah. yeah, they they spell a great calamity. The last time one showed up was before your wife died. And Arthur's like, was you like, shut the fuck up. Well, when, when that happened, I was like, oh, they're doing life for a life this episode. Because they brought up yep. his wife. They got to be doing life for a life. But also, like, so Gaius is like, hey, bringers of great calamity. And Uther's response is, I conquered that religion so their omens mean nothing to me. And I'm like, that's not yes. how this works, though. I mean, like, But what of? if it was? Like, no, because Druidism has proven think... to be, like, omens are real. Druidism, like, yeah, but this isn't Druidism. This is a different religion that he destroyed. So, like, no, if I, you I, destroy like, a no, religion... I, the like... old religion is Druidism. So, I, I, I think, like the, I think the important thing... I think the important thing to recognize, though, is that Uther has to come out with the response that he gave, because he he stamped out um, like wizardry and magic, and he is a staunch like he cannot show um, any sort of like feelings of like like bowing down towards the old religion. So if a if a beast from the old religion comes up, fuck that shit, go kill it. No, That's no, the only response he can no. give. There's a difference between being cautious and, like, bowing down. Like, if guys is like, hey, remember how these questing beasts are dangerous things? And Uther could be like, yeah, I remember. That's why we needed to stamp out the old religion. We will be prepared, but we have to kill it. Instead of, nah, means fucking all. Let's have my son go face this dangerous creature. Like, there's a fine line there, and he is on the wrong side of it. I, I don't know, David. Where, where do you fall on that? I listen. I think if you manage to completely stamp out like almost every believer of a religion, like I think it's safe to say you can say that religion is false and their like their omens mean nothing. I think that's a fine perspective from Uther. I mean, and but I the omens obviously any... mean something. This entire season has been about Uther ignoring I, listen, warnings I from magic don't people. Except that Druidism and what Nimue practices are the same. <laughs> I think those are two separate <laughs> religions that deal with magic because the Druids are doing fine and they also don't seem to be aligned with Nimue. Like, Nimue is doing her own shit. Nimue is definitely off doing her own thing. Like, she's literally um, on her own island doing her own stuff. <laughs> and the druids are just hanging out in the woods by Camelot. Like They're 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 chilling. Um they don't they don't really want to come into Camelot because uh Uther will kill them on sight because they technically have magic, but also he's not hunting them. Yeah, like the druids have gotten Uther's... closer to ending Camelot than Nimue has this season with a fucking unicorn curse. <laughs> like are the druids? Uh, I don't. No, the I don't unicorns know if the druids and are druids aren't to the same one. thing. Yeah, the unicorns are just their own thing. 
You mean yeah. that that guardian of the unicorn dude wasn't a druid? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't think he was. Who the fuck was he? The keeper uh, of the fucking he, unicorns. Keeper He's of the just unicorns, a dude. Yeah, he yeah. never. The, the, unicorns and him never show back up again. I know, but that's stupid. The, the, yes, it man. is. It's just so dumb. You're gonna have bad users that are not druids and don't want. Like, was that chick in the pilot episode a druid? No, she was just a magic user. Well, so I think there's also a difference between a ma- of like a magic user and someone who practices the old religion. Yeah, and Nimue claims and... to be a priestess at the end of this episode. I, I'm pretty sure the old religion is druidism. Yeah, we'll 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 argue yeah. that later on this episode. Let's yeah. let's get back to questing beast. Yeah. Questing beast Me- bad. Gaius tells Merlin questing beast bad. Don't let Arthur die to it. Yeah, <laughs> if you get bit by the questing beast. It's instantly fatal, and there's no cure. That instant part is proven to be incredibly false. <laughs> it's it's fatal. There's no cure for it, but also it's going to be a long, slow, agonizing death. No, yeah. it's instantly fatal, as in it's fatal right away. Like, that dude's dead. Like, you might as well end your life. That's not instantly fatal. <laughs> I'm trying to explain I, what they mean. I, I don't know. I don't know. Gaius does after what, what we see later. And Gaius is like, hey, I, I made a potion to ease Arthur's passing. I'm like, e, what's in that potion? Like, like that's just straight up opium. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I made a potion. I got it's some hem- poppies. It's just <laughs> hemlock. Like... Uh, a, a potion to ease someone's passing is either likely going to kill them or do horrible things to their body, but their mind will forget everything. I would, it's just I would opium, just, my dude. It's just no, opium. I would just love for him to be like, I got a potion to ease his passing, and Merlin's like, what is it? And he goes, oh, it's grease for the draw bro, draw, <laughs> crossbow drawstring. <laughs> it's grease just shoot for him the guillotine? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Anyways. Morgana has a, a nightmare of Merlin screaming no, the dragon freaking out, and I guess the questing beast, and yep. um, hilariously freaks out. I don't, no, I do mean to dunk on this actress a little bit. Holy shit, this was a funny scene. Because she runs down and she's like, Arthur, no, it'll kill you, you can't go. And like, she's getting dragged away and she's just like, huh. No, no! Like she's trying to do like <laughs> sobbing, crying, and it just doesn't come out right. It's just—it's not great, eh? <laughs> it was very funny. This was uh, this was this was not what this actress was known for. <laughs> yeah. She like she's... she does an okay job some episodes, and then I feel like some episodes she's just not great. I think it's the writing. I really think she's struggling I... with some of the writing. That is entirely fair, actually. Um, like, some episodes, she's that's... great, and, like, she's doing a real good job. And then there's, so, like, other episodes when it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I think they so ask when... a little bit too much of her. Like, in this scene, they were like, go over the top, you're distraught. And I was like, yeah, but, like, you you were happy with that take? You saw that, and so, they're like, mm, okay. So, Maybe have so one she's... where she's still freaking out, but, like, kind of in control. So she's a lot better. She's she like I think some of her best scenes have been when she has been witty towards Arthur or there's been banter or basically when like it hasn't been like over the top hysteria, rather it's been more of a like calm cool collected um and like banner on those sort of fronts. 
And I think they still could have done that in this scene. Like, there's there's ways to do this where she comes up, like, she comes up to Arthur relatively calmly um, and uh, begins, like, talking about, like, you know, some, some of the, like, faults or things that he has and how, like, this beast has ways to do this and, like, bring in, like, witty sides associated with that. Like, there's ways well, to write this scene that go towards because, her It's weird because, like, at the beginning of the show, she was much more like that. Like, she yes. was much more, like, close to the chest, like, wittier, like, sort of mysterious, like, kind of smarter than Arthur and trying to guide him, like, through better intelligence rather than, like, begging him and she's gotten dumber and more emotional as the season (laughs) has gone on and i just think like this is a sign of bad writing like she's just a she's just a worse character now morgana's only scenes in this episode are her freaking out about dreams and i understand that the point is like look she's having these premonitions and like there's like we, we can see like the effect that that is having on her but they've done it in a, not a great way. Like, they've done if, it if, the, if that's what they're going for, way. it's and not it's great. also like again, like they keep doing this with her. Like we've had this the like yep. the last couple episodes as well with her and her visions and her like freaking out emotionally. And just ever since the goddamn Mordred episode, she's been an absolute mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, come on, the Morgana from episode one would not have given t- this much of a shit about this random surf child. <laughs> Yes, and also would have had, um, well, she would have given a huge, like, she would have given a shit about about them, but, like, would have done it in a much different manner. Um, like, yeah, anyways. Is she, is she Sansa before Sansa was written? Um, as in, like, a but poor in, deconstruction? It, like, backwards, though. Like, back, yeah, she's, like, like she's they're going taking, backwards. Yeah, they're taking a character who like is clever and smart and knows how to kind of politicize her way through things and turned her into in this case, just like a reactionary character where in Sansa's case, instead of they're giving Morgana too much emotion, which is a weird complaint. And in Sansa's case, they took it all away and went, ha, she's so smart because she doesn't feel anything. And it's like, that's not the character. What's weird to me is this episode is written by the same person who wrote like the pilot, like episode one, like, yeah. It's not even a case of like a different writer ruining it like it was last episode. It's just you should know how these like you should know how these characters work the best. And it's weird that for the season series finale, we're not seeing the best of Morgana. Like we get to see sort of the best of Arthur, the best of Merlin, even the best of Gwen and Gaius. But we don't get to see the best of Morgana. Like she's just not very helpful or useful this episode. Yeah. yeah. No, she comes in, she screams, she hiccups, she goes into like a catatonic state. <coughs> and then the people go and go hunt the questing beast and Merlin's bit or no, Arthur's bit and Merlin teleconnects the sword and kills the questing beast in but not in like, time to save Arthur. Yeah, a shockingly easy death. Like I figured like maybe more than knights should have died. But Arthur we lost a bunch of the knights, though, right? We lost one. Well, we lost. It's important to note we have we have no idea before that scene started how many random knight screams there were <laughs> um, as the knights split the party, going up against a much higher level beast than themselves. Listen, we don't know how many serfs we've already lost. By oh, this and point. we also get like Arthur's giving them a big speech and. 
apparently their rallying cry is for the love of Camelot. Which is not cool. That's not a good cry. No. <laughs> it's also not, like, it's a, uh, it's a bit of a tongue twister to be shouting before you charge into battle. For the love of Camelala. It's a lot of L's. <laughs> yeah. I prefer, um, I prefer the Lord of the Rings rallying cry, which is just death. But, but, uh, but hey, Charlie, throw up one more death for Merlin. Um, yeah, another kill. Hell yeah. Nah, another kill. We only care about human lives. Uh, he gets one of those, too. <laughs> don't worry. But we're we'll getting get to there. That. Oh, my God. Don't get... Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no, fuck. David, we'll, we'll get there, and we'll try to get there as quick as possible. Because, like, not a lot fucking happens in the next little bit. This is hey, such sh- a bad episode. I will God. say, shall, shall oh, my God. I think the best scene or one of the best scenes in this episode is so they rush Arthur back in uh, Merlin's trying magic and it's not working even though Uther is coming right up Um, Uther sees his son and they're like he was bit by the questing beast but we're going to try everything we can and he's like all right I'll get him to my room and like this is more Anthony Stewart head being a good actor and actually getting to (laughs) exercise those acting chops. But like, my God, does he play just a broken father? Well, in this scene, yes, the the scene of him carrying Arthur until he (laughs) falls to his knees and the knights around him have to pick up Arthur. Fucking incredible scene. And like, you don't, you don't know if he's collapsed because of grief or because his body physically isn't able to anymore because he's an old war injured King. But, like, it yes. doesn't matter because it still comes across. Give me more of that, Merlin writers. Do it again. Like, hey, 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 look, you found the actor who's really good at portraying, <laughs> like, the, the sad emotions and the crying. You, you, you guys did it. You tried it with two so far this episode, and one of this them is, is hit. the one. You found him. Okay, let's leave the others I, alone now, please. I also... I also want to say, I think Anthony Stewart Head is just doing this for the money. 100%. He does tend to phone in a lot of his scenes. <laughs> He's just there to sip actual wine out of that goblet and munch on grapes. I mean, listen. He's sitting down for a lot of these scenes. He killed all the dragons. <laughs> so many dragons. He's done enough. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of dragons, uh, Merlin goes to go see the dragon, and is like, "Hey, um, uh, Arthur got bit by something that's fatal." And the dragon's like, "Yep, that that sucks. Um, here, this is the only way to do it, but there's gonna be a heavy price to pay. Uh, go to the go to the Isle of the Blessed." And it's, Merlin's like, "All right." That questing beast was a part of the old magic. You must go to the old magic to cure old it. Magic. G- yes. Lucky for you, there's still that one place with the old magic so the old religion which is the magic of the earth itself that sounds like druidism it's not druidism i refuse how are you how mad are you gonna be when it is druidism why didn't he just go talk to the goddamn druids then they owe him a favor he saved that boy like why does he have to go to nimway he saved that boy who's going to kill the man that he's trying to save (laughs) hey dragon don't know that yet dragon warned him (laughs) Dragon was like, hey, let that kid die. He's going to kill Arthur. <laughs> you save like, that kid, you kill Arthur. Why didn't uh, he go to the goddamn druids then? Because he's an idiot and he listens to what the dragon because... tells him. Merlin's dumb. Uh, he shouldn't have been. Why are, why are we relying on everyone being dumb to get the plot of the story through? 
Uh, anyways, um, Merlin goes and is like, hey, Gaius, I know where I have to go. Um, and is like, yeah, I got to go to the Isle of the Blessed. And Gaius is like, don't you fucking dare go there. Like, <laughs> You mean you the and Isle I of both? you sit your fucking ass down and let me tell you something? <laughs> There's a reason I didn't tell you about this shit and we are not let. I am not letting you go there. Merlin's like, fuck it. I don't care. I know I'm going to have to die for this. But also, that's fine. Like, so... Merlin leaves, and the dragon's like, oh, you must go north of these mountains and across the sea. And, like, they show him on a horse, and they show the mountains. Those mountains are, like, a fucking week's ride away. Like, those mountains aren't close. And just once again, we get someone setting out on an adventure of no bags, nothing nothing packed, no food ready, just like, leaving. Listen, Merlin just appears Merlin to get at least, there. Merlin the at least has magic. Merlin appears to get to that island the same day, though. Yes. Like, maybe 100%. 24 hours have passed, because, like, Gwen does that inspiring speech where she's like, Arthur, you have to live. I know that the man inside of you, the man I want inside of me, I mean the man to rule Camelot. She doesn't to want cut him later inside on. of her. Famously. That's a, that's a problem. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's famously a problem how little she wants him inside of him. <laughs> it's because maybe Arthur was a woman, if we believe some anime. <laughs> Never believe anime. Anime has oh, no truth oh. for you. But if you go to anime, waifu. if you go to anime trying to learn anything, you're gonna be misled. <laughs> you can learn instead go to British television. <laughs> you mean I won't be revered in Japan because I love anime? Oh my god. <laughs> What do you mean they're xenophobic and don't like non-Asians? Not even non-Asians, non-Japanese people. Yeah, not true. even just non-Japanese people, non-native Japanese people. Like, yeah. Uh, um, it's anyways, like, it, the... how, would, how would we be received? Would it be like you would be the best received until they found out that you're canadian chinese and then nick because he's white and then me because i'm honestly brown. honestly it goes on it best received would be nick then you Charlie, I, I've got and then hair. me like really like, they I, I, hate I, the yeah. chinese more than indian well no it's because nick is such a foreigner that he's like they have they're it's more of like a spectacle and well, then you're also brown. My, my red hair, my red hair in particular, yeah, I feel like, like would be a spectacle. Nick becomes like, a spectacle, so that it's less that they like don't like him as a foreigner. It's more like, wow, he's so weird. Like he's big and look, tall. Look at this, yeah. Look at this strange, tall, weird hair colored <laughs> dude. And then you're a tall brown man, Charlie. So you would also get by, okay? Like, well, no, I was just saying because I I think it was Japan. It might have actually been South Korea, but um, if you tried to get into like some clubs. And it was like, like Kansas girls that were on a vacation there, um, and they get up and the bouncer would just like make an X with their arms and they're like, "No foreigners, you you can't go into any of these clubs." Well, yes, it also depends what kind of club they're trying to get into. There are like, uh, they, there are types of clubs <laughs> that don't exist here where the objective is you go in and you talk to well-dressed women and you buy them drinks and they work for the establishment ah ah uh, yes and there is no like there's no intention for it to go any further it's just you're chatting and you're buying them drinks and you're spending money at the establishment and so they don't want foreigners there because you're a foreigner you're not gonna be able to talk to the women 
Anyways, enough real life. Back to the fake life. Yes. Ba- back to fake life, where all of the all all of the people are lining up to for us for a like candlelit vigil and to say goodbye to Arthur. Um, as we have Uther. Uther feeling sad and Gaius being like, "Yeah, your son's gonna die." Uh, unless I there's a miracle, told you. your son's gonna die. <laughs> With instantly fatal. Not instant though. Um, fortunately, Merlin has found a boat, um, and it is time for him to go to an island. Um, he knows how to magic the boat, and the boat will move towards some cool, spooky, foggy island. Um, where he eventually runs into none other than Nimue, who we've Nimue definitely Nimue. not talked about already. <laughs> Nimue Nimue is here. Yeah. That's, she's Nimue. not a giant hammer, she's a woman. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, he's like, wow, why are you here? And she's like, to help you, bitch. Isn't that a twist? Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I, I just then... don't care. Merlin's she, like, why are you going to help me? You tried to kill me. And she's like, that's before I knew how important you were. You're you're a big, strong wizard person, aren't you, Merlin? <laughs> <laughs> what? He's like, don't talk to me like that. I need to stay focused. <laughs> and Merlin's like, haha, I already masturbated on the boat. Your foul powers have no effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> the boat the boat was already too hot. <laughs> I'm still in post clarity for the next two minutes. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, but you're my big strong boy, aren't you? And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> look Cause Merlin Look at this cup. Think about all the weird things I could do with this cup. <laughs> it's been blessed by the old religion. Guess what I had to do to do that? Hmm. Uh, help me bless this cup, Merlin. <laughs> two sorcerers. Ugh. Yeah, and then she makes it rain for like just to get water into the cup. It rains for like you 20 know, there, seconds. There's there's a cool there's a cool ass lake surrounding this island. Yeah, but there's gotta be like dead bodies in that lake. Like that water is not. This is a fucking potable. magic cup. It, Listen, I, are you telling me magic cup doesn't sterilize the water as well? Ironically Listen, enough, no. For all we know, that that island is made up of dead bodies. Yeah, <laughs> eh, possibly. Uh, but, um, but she's anyways, like, yeah, to give life, there has to be death. And Merlin's like, cool, I consent to give my life and only my life. Yes. I will and- die for my lover. I mean my kid. <laughs> I mean my prince. <laughs> well, before he leaves, right after Arthur is bitten and they get back and Merlin's like flipping through the book, Gaius is like, hey, man, watch with the magic. The king's coming. And Merlin's like, Oh, but there's so much, like, it's my destiny to protect him. There's so much that we haven't done together. And Gaius just goes, ah, oh, that is the that is the lament of many men. And I was like, is that? Is that? What? Is that though? <laughs> is that though, Gaius? Are you sure? <laughs> Gaius, do you have something to say about Uther you want to get off your chest before your last episode? Again, listen, everyone's gay for all <laughs> intents and purposes. <laughs> How does how does Camelot how does Camelot like survive? No one knows. Mainly because everyone has to be closeted about their homosexuality. A lot of unhappy marriages. That's why it's no one in the main unhappy... is going to be happily it's a... married. It's 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 a lot of unhappily bearded like marriages. We'll say. <laughs> 
Anyways, um, Merlin Merlin consents to give his life um, for Arthur. Uh, gets doesn't even get the fucking cup. Um, instead, is just given a little flask with some of the water in it, um, and um, rides back to Camelot to give uh, that water to Arthur to cure him. Uh, gets back, hands the water to Gaius, and is like, "Gaius, go give him, give him this." And Gaius is like, "Hmm, I, I know what's happened here, but I guess you've already made the bargain." Uh, and if yeah. you're sure it'll all be okay, I guess this is happening. Yup. They uh, they go. Uh, they give it to they give it to guy or they give it to uh, Arthur. Uther walks in, and is like, "The fuck are you doing?" And Gaius is like. I think I found a cure. We're gonna give it a shot. Uh, Thank God Gaius dies so that this can't be questioned later on. <laughs> yep. And he doesn't fine. die! He doesn't die! Um, we get weird Morgana scene because I guess Morgana's having visions all episode. Um, and it's just like kind of creeping around the castle grabbing people. Um, yep, that happens. Um, Arthur wakes up. Uh, he's fine. Uh, he lives. Um, he's sassy Uther, again. He's he's sassy. Uther is pleased. Gaius is like both happy and sad. Um, like, I don't and think anyone's back. I don't think anyone explained to Arthur just how close to death he was. Because Uther is like, oh my god, thank god you're alive. Like I was so worried, and he's like, oh come on, dad, I wasn't actually gonna die. Well, it's because like, he wakes up and he like feels perfectly fine. Yeah. Like, he 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 just gained ten additional years from that <laughs> from that cup. Like, <laughs> yeah, Merlin's mom like, still had a very long life to live that he just absorbed. <laughs> yep, he uh, just went om nom nom. Let me let me let me give you all of the sicknesses I will have for the rest of my life. But yeah, so uh, he's better Morgana now. In a Mor- trance, warns Merlin about something. Yeah, it's Morgana being weird. It's happening. Um. Gaius, Gaius returns um, and tells Merlin, "Yep, nope, he's he's gonna live. He's gonna be fine." Um, when in Arthur like, flirt yes. a little bit. Yes, we 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 are about to get some flirt. Yeah. And then, hey, Merlin's mom is dying. Yeah. Well, we have like a thing where Merlin like is scared at night that he's gonna like pass away because he's like, "I traded my life, so I guess I'll die now." But he doesn't, and he's like, "Look, Gaius, I'm I'm alive." And we see that his mom is covered in smallpox, <laughs> and his again mom is... has somehow made the trip to Camelot. Like, <laughs> how? His his mom is so not okay, though. Like, I cannot believe that the guards let her in. Kind of, kind of not okay. <laughs> like, is it? Isn't this exactly the sort of thing that like they they come they come to your door and you immediately go uh uh-uh, uh no 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 I don't care who you are you are not spreading that <laughs> I, how did she make it past the guards and make it all like, the way to the castle like because they that, live in the, the castle she what knocked the them out in brought... comedic slapstick style <laughs> she le- she what left if... the banana peel and they all slipped on it and fell. <laughs> One of the guards brings her to Gaius because bring bring to the physician, I guess. Um, Do they? No, because we yes. in, in Morgana's vision, like she's clutching at the door and stuff, and she passes out when the door opens. I thought, right? 
Oh yeah, she does. She passes yeah. out as she gets she into makes the door. It, she mind. makes it all the way there on her own power. No one stops her, and she passes out in front of the door. And it's like, hello, Camilla guards. What are you doing? There's a plague-riddled old is, lady is... who made it all the way to the court physician, which should presumably be right by where the king lives. Like, no, uh... Gaius is actually ironically in a completely different castle. <laughs> Um, but anyways, Merlin's Merlin's surprisingly pissed that his mom's his mom is going to die instead of him, um, and goes and talks to the dragon about it, and is yeah. like, "The fuck!" And also, his first thought is, "This must be the magic, and not just the plague," which would be my first thought. Like, <laughs> well, to be fair, he wakes up alive the next day with not a scratch on him, um, and his mom is very dead. <laughs> She's not dead yet. She's just instantly she's fatally killed. I would call her. I would call her more dead than Arthur was. <laughs> she's just got a bit of the instant fatal illness. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, he's but like, not, you sent me instant... to go kill my mother, and the dragon's like, yeah, what of it? We're both. Don't worry, we are kin. You don't need your mom anymore. You and I, we're we 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 got blood. It's fine. Don't worry, we're both I'll of be the your old mom. religion. I'm telling you, the dragon's his dad. I I 100 agree with that idea. <laughs> the dragon is his dad. It's but all also, come together. Real harsh move if it is the dad to just let the mom die like that and not give a <laughs> shit. To to be fair. If it, it, it what, what, what's your defense? What's your to, defense? To, yeah. Let's to hear be this, fair, Nick. he's been he's been locked up for twenty years. The only thing he cares about, like he's obviously a deadbeat at this point. Like he he went and got captured by Uther. Like there's there's no way he was around. Um, what is the or was planning timeline? on being around? Like no, okay. So we already know the timeline that it's after. Arthur was born, Uther went on that evil, like, wizard-killing phase. So we know that it was very soon after Arthur yeah. was born. Like, yeah, yeah, most yeah, yeah. likely, his wife died, and um, his brother, or, like, his wife's brother um, blamed him. He, he killed him, and then was like, alright, time to go kill all the wizards now. Uh, like, right. that's... Right, 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 right. That feels like the timeline to me, is, like, that happened, and then immediately following killing... Like basically ending that entire bloodline. I'm assuming, <laughs> killing the brother the and the si- and the sister. <laughs> I guess I guess Arthur's alive to carry on the uh, carry on that 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 bloodline sort of. Um, yeah, Uther was like, "All right, it's time to kill all of them and the dragons." <laughs> um, but yes. Um, Mer- Merlin's pissed and is like, hey, uh, for tricking me here, um, even if I bring back magic to the land, I'm never releasing you. you you're staying the fuck down here. Later, bitch. I'm never coming back. You will um, forever be in timeout. Yes. <laughs> At which point the dragon's like, hi, I'll teach you a lesson. Fire breath. <laughs> As Merlin's he's like, psych- left. Psych, bitch, magic. <laughs> Look, um... I could make a magic shield. Shockingly, I'm a powerful, I'm a powerful sorcerer, like you've been telling me all along. I am and truly Uther the was most able to ensnare you. Powerful warlock, your power means nothing to me. Uh, 
and yeah, look, Merlin, Merlin and Dragon have spat. Um, they, they, they are pissed at each other. Um, and Merlin has decided um, it is time for him to go back to the Isle of the Blessed uh, to barter his life for his mom's now. Uh, which, like, I don't think any parent would take that deal. No, like, they wouldn't. Yes. Straight <laughs> up. Like, no parent, especially back then, but, like, ever. <laughs> like, there's, there are very, like, it's not happening. Like, we, we get this, we get this really, like, I, I consider another really, really great scene of this episode where Merlin is saying goodbye to his mom, and his mom thinks that he's saying goodbye because he knows that she's going to die, and Merlin's saying goodbye because he's going to die. Yeah. Listen, um, if she wakes up and she's like, wait, he did what? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's not going to be happy about it. She's, yeah. she's probably just going to go, hey, I guess he said that we're going to see each other again one day. I guess that day's today. Like, uh. Well, she's even like, she's even like, oh, I missed you, Merlin. He's like, yeah, I'll miss you too. And instantly you'd be like, excuse me? You added a word well, there that completely changed the meaning of that sentence. Well, well, no. Well, no. To be fair, she knows she's dying. Like, she is very certain that everything that Merlin is saying where he's like, I've, I've, like, I'm going to miss you is very much just, like, he knows, yeah. like, he she, doesn't yeah. want to say it, but he knows that she's going to die. I'm and sure she, knows she thinks it's the end, which she should. Yes. Because yeah, holy fuck! Because I because because the guards haven't come, thrown her out, and killed her yet for being a plague carrier. Like yeah, ugh. truly shocking that they haven't kicked her out for being a plague carrier. <laughs> like truly, truly ridiculous. I guess they've all been really careful with Arthur in the last little while, and no one cared about anything else. I just there was a wouldn't... big. You wouldn't let that person wander around. <laughs> like... uh, um. Anyways, uh, Gaius is like, "Hey, um, Merlin, don't fucking, don't fucking die. Uh, this, this, this outcome sucks, but also, uh, you're way more, you're way more important than your mom. Like, I hate to say it, but you are. You're just so much more important. <laughs> <laughs> please, just please." Welcome to real life, Merlin, where everyone's life is equal, except some people's lives are more equal than others. And you should know this as a fact. Like, a dragon has told you, Arthur's life means more than anyone else's. But also, your life comes second, basically? Yeah. Like, if if your job is to protect the guy whose life is the most important, your life is now the second most important. So it's it's really great because the the dragons like whose life is the most important chart is very much just Arthur, son of Uther, Merlin, and then a lot everyone else and then Uther. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> that is But also like the dragon has put a very like finite limit onto when Merlin stops being important, and that's once Arthur gets the crown. Yeah, as soon as Arthur gets the crown and he, and the dragon is free, fuck Merlin. Fuck that dude. Unless he's been cool. He's 100% planning to eat Merlin after that, right? Like, Oh, yeah. After the most recent argument that they had, I'm assuming Arthur comes into power, is told, because I don't think any, like, very many people know. I'm pretty sure he's told by someone who knows, hey, by the way, there's a dragon in our basement. Arthur goes, huh. Ex- we should Arthur probably goes, release Excuse that. Excuse me? 
What? <laughs> there is a this... what in our basement? <laughs> we should it probably release that. <laughs> it's been there the entire time. <laughs> he can make kick-ass swords. What the fuck? We should probably get on his big on his good side. I should probably probably release him are under you, some sort of contract. Ki- are you kidding me? Arthur would go, how do we torture the fuck out of this dragon and make him do what we want? I'm gonna go poke nah. that dragon with a no, no, stick no. to see if no, I can no, no. ride him in battle. No no no. Arthur's also... Arthur's immediate Arthur's immediate question would be, alright, how can we set up a way for me to hunt this dragon? Like it needs to be <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah. Well I also like the idea of then also going, wait, how big are the caves under the castle? And where do they go? <laughs> Is this foundation secure? <laughs> like the, the caves are what? <laughs> also, that does beg the question. Why hasn't the dragon just like melted a hole to collapse part Listen, of the castle? There's a chain on his leg. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is, that is he a can magical fire, chain. David. Yeah, and there's a big old chain on his leg. But like, so, he can. So he. It's a long chain. He can fly up to the top of that cave Charlie, Charlie, and just start Charlie, boring Charlie, a hole. There's a big chain on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't it's a, it's a possibly do chain. anything. Listen, he could he could melt a hole, but where would he go? He's got a big chain on his he leg. He can't he can't fit through the staircase. He's he great. He's too big. He couldn't He's too ju- big. He couldn't just look down and burn the chain off of his leg. No, can't do that. He couldn't he couldn't gnaw off one his his if, leg that's if, attached no, to the chain. If Merlin doesn't end with like Arthur or if Arthur doesn't become king and then the dragon just goes excellent and immediately fuck right off and be like I could have left whatever I wanted. This show is stupid. But also like ignoring the fact like hey maybe magic chain that like restricts like it's immune to his fire and like stuff like that. It's got to right, be I can mounted. No, it's got to be things. mounted to like some point in stone. Listen, I so can believe the in a lot of things, but a magic chain is too much for me to believe. <laughs> no, 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 that's, no. That's go, too go far. Go, go, go back to the Norse myths, um, where uh, the Norse gods were like, "Hey, um, this this creature that that Loki, I guess, birthed, um, is going to be too powerful. Uh, we got to trick him into I'm a uh, like." <laughs> No, that was only with the horse, and everyone was that fine was... with the horse. Uh, yep, let's that one put was this cool. Snake to wrap around the world. No, no, no. There was there was another one. There was uh, I think a wolf Fenrir. creature. Fenrir. Oh yeah, yeah. let's send this wolf out to the woods and beat him, so he gets really angry and has a reason to kill us. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They 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 were like, hey, um, try on this chain. We got to show that you are the strongest creature ever. So we've made the strongest chains. Um, and after the wolf breaks through a couple iterations, they eventually make a chain too strong for the wolf to break out of. Um, and was that yes. the wolf story, or was that one of the giants? That was, uh, no, no that's that was that was Fenrir. That was okay. Fenrir. I like the one where there's that dude who's invincible to everything but mistletoe, and so then Loki is a dick and like makes an arrow out of mistletoe and fire and tricks <laughs> someone to kill him. Like, <laughs> he's like. He's like, ha, I'm invincible to everything but mistletoe. And Loki's like, all right, you told us, I guess. I always love the one where, like, someone is like, oh, hey, we're here to marry Sif. And Loki's like, Thor, they can't marry Sif. What you need to do 
is dress up like a woman. And Thor's <laughs> yes. like, yeah, okay. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. And they're all like, man, Sif really like eats and drinks a lot and belches and has a beard. Yeah, whatever. Kind of weird, but I'm into it. <laughs> uh, Norse myths are fun. North, North Smiths are great. Um, anyways, Arthurian legends. Um, Arthurian uh, legends? Yo, yeah! Right. Uh, guys leaves um, a letter being like, Merlin, I love you. I'm going to go die for you now. You're the son I never had. Bye. And Merlin's also, like, you're also, not going to sacrifice your life for someone else's on my watch. That's my job. Also, Merlin goes and says goodbye to Arthur um, and sasses him. Is creepy is... the whole scene. Oh, so creepy. <laughs> It's, like, it's does great. no one pick up on fucking subtext in this show? Does Arthur not go like, "Hey, man, why are you talking like you're about to die?" That seems weird. It's kind of kind of weird, but also I just like magically came back to life after I was supposed to die. So cool. Why uh, Why are you talking about me getting another servant? Uh, I have you. I don't. I don't need that. Uh, yes. Are you okay? Do you need a welfare check? Guards, perform a welfare uh, check on Merlin. I know I don't pay you anything, but do you need money? <laughs> I have a lot of it. Do you want boots that a rat ate? I have those. How much does bread cost? Five gold. <laughs> <laughs> do you need how much, more bread? How much is it? How much is how much is a night at this inn? <laughs> a pitcher of milk gotta be like twenty six dollars. God, I love you, George W. I don't. Fuck you, but like. I love how quickly you had to pull back on I, that. No, I can't. I, I can't have any <laughs> allusions to me loving George W. Any it was, Bush. It was like oh, outside of the no, war I can't, crimes. I can't. <laughs> outside of the war crimes, you gotta admit he had some pretty hilarious quotes. There's, outside of there's, the war crimes, there there are exactly there are exactly three things I love about George W. Bush. I think it was him with with the I don't know how much milk costs. Um. Dodging the shoes, which yep. if hey, you know the context, he dodged that shoe real good. Well, he dodged both shoes. And, yeah, and Charlie, oh, I already know real what number good. three is. <laughs> I'm adding a fourth because I just remembered it. What do you think number three is? I, I now watch this drive. If now watch this drive isn't in there, I'm gonna be pissed. Okay, five things. <laughs> <laughs> watch this drive is in there. Um, the you know what they say: fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, well can't get fooled again. <laughs> and then him trying to leave a room and the door is locked and he just turns around and smiles at the cameras. Oh, oh man, that man as, ran uh, the most powerful military on the planet. And committed so many war crimes. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Um Gaius is gonna die. Um Oh yeah, Gaius, right. Oh fuck, we're back to this. Gaius Gaius is <laughs> Oh my god, Gaius Dick Cheney's gonna... alive? How? Charlie. <laughs> this is an injustice. We've no. <laughs> gotten so far off track. Charlie. Who, who is allowing Dick Cheney to still be alive? <laughs> His own body wants to kill him. He's Charlie, had so please. many heart attacks. <laughs> Charlie. Just, Why can't he I just, just join Rush Limbaugh in hell? <laughs> Charlie, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna make David upset with the next five minutes of Merlin. 
I'm fine if we never get to it. I'm fine if we're just stuck here in limbo. What happens to Nimoy is what should happen to Dick Cheney. (laughs) An evil, not an evil, an angry warlock should be like, you shouldn't have killed my friend when he sees his pseudo father dead because his pseudo father exchanged his life for his real mother in what the warlock was planning to do. So he gets really angry and tries to electrocute Dick Cheney, and by Dick Cheney, I mean Nimway. Because now Nimway uh. is Dick Cheney. Um, and she absorbs the lightning and then shoots him with two fireballs, one of which doesn't hit him, and the other one hits him but doesn't kill him. And he wakes up and he's like, you shouldn't have killed my friend. And then she does the, like, carti- cartoon, like, electrocuted dance. And she's <laughs> oh, almost lightning man. bolts down onto her. And then, hey, she's dead. And apparently that's good enough for nature because Gaius is alive again. Oh, and and says, I think my favorite line of the episode with Merlin, you've done it. You've mastered the balance of life and death. And also he says it. That, okay, if there's anyone who's been phoning in the performance, it's definitely been Gaius this entire I'm, time. I'm actually so upset Gaius came back. Just let him die. I really thought he was going to die. And I was even like, That's what is left fun. for him to do was, on this show? I was pre- I was actually kind of sad about it. And then he, yep. he just doesn't die, and I went, that's fucking stupid. He should have died. He had this a is British TV. They can kill one. him. They can kill him. This is British. It is in the, They are allowed to. Unlike American TV, where you cannot kill people. Ugh. Uh, Anyways. Is, is he going to live through this entire show? We'll I'm going to be upset if Gaius is alive by the end of season two. series five, I'm going to be pissed. i honestly don't think any of like the character dynamics aside from like arthur and gwen are going to dramatic well and morgana are going to change like uther's still going to be king arthur's still going to be prince merlin's still going to be his butt boy and well that's offensive manservant um (laughs) and Gaius is still going to be court physician all the way up until season five oh please no Uh, i just well it's, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, and then the dragon's pissed off and just screaming Merlin because Merlin refuses to free him, and Morgana wakes up from a dream. Yeah, and he's like, "How yep. dare you?" I'm gonna pick a new favorite child. Morgana, we're kin. Free me. Kill Uther. You know you, you wanted to kill it. Uther, I know. but you didn't want to anymore. Want it again, please. Go do it again. <laughs> Go do it again. But this time, actually. Yeah. Here, I'll make you a sweet sword. Great. <laughs> I'll make you another sweet sword. <laughs> uh, end of episode. We made it. Did we make it? <laughs> Did we make it? <laughs> we we made it through season one of Merlin. I'm, uh, I'm proud of us. All right. So. <sighs> what did we think about this episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It is rough. Uh, two. Yep, just, that one. Just ra- okay, we're going straight to ratings. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Two. I think Ooh. we know why. There were some good. There were some good scenes in this episode, and then there were the other forty minutes. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, two. I just like, can't. It, oh, there's just there were not enough good here. 
there were there were a couple there were a couple scenes that like felt like they were like either were like really well acted or like were like I really liked the dynamic that they were going for, and then there was like a lot of an episode remaining. But just like they, so Nick, you <clears throat> did you ever watch Supernatural? I did not. So a staple of that show is that <clears throat> the two main characters are brothers, and at least like seven times one of them will make a deal with a literal demon they will be sent to hell and the other one will make a deal with a demon to get the other one out of their original deal like the the creator of the show and the writers will not let them die until I, the I end. did in fact until the fact very until the very last episode where they both die <laughs> so just like <laughs> david you're forgetting about the best part of the series finale yes, i know where the super angel hell. yes super the... hell he comes out as gay and he gets sent to super hell yes i know <laughs> you don't oh, appreciate no. that subtext david literally his last lines in the show are like admitting he's gay and then he's dead forever and he gets such a super hell <laughs> which is exactly what it sounds like it's a hell but even worse huh oh, that's man. not a good look no that show got well because they kept like gay baiting their fans with with like two characters romance and then like they they backed off and like oh no this guy he definitely super straight and then, nope, he comes out, professes love, super hell. Man, gotta, don't, gotta don't love that super hell. Don't be gay, don't kids. Be, you go to super hell before you die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's the reference I wanted, by the way, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, but yeah, no, like, fucking let Gaius die. Like, let Merlin take his revenge on Nimue. But also, don't reward him for it. He should have a hundred percent have died. Like, don't be like, ah, yeah. oh, congratulations, Merlin, you killed her. Now you are rewarded with Gaius's life. Merlin doesn't know the fucking spell to trade life and death. Yep. Like that was a specific thing he had to go to Nimue for. Or why didn't he just like stab himself next to Arthur's bed? Well, because he needed the cool cup. You know, like he, he's, he grabs Gaius and screams no into the rain and I rolled my eyes uh, <sighs> anyways David what, are, are you going to go with a 2 or is it going to be even lower uh, I'm giving this episode a 1.5 is it because I brought enough. up Dick Cheney I mean no that makes our <laughs> episode better but <laughs> it's more I was just I'm just like I'm just like sad like, this episode got an 8.3 on IMDb. That's fucking, at a 919 rating. Like, when you think about just, like, and a story six, circle of, 6. like... 6.27 million people viewed it. Or, like, the hero's 6. journey of, like, what a story should... Ha like, how a, how a story functions. And you're supposed to start where the main characters are in a certain place. Something happens that takes them out of their comfort zone. And then they have to go and change either themselves or their surroundings to get to a new place. And if you look at this episode, what has really happened by the end of the episode? Nimue's dead. That's it. And like, yep. this is like, it's not like Merlin had some sort of huge emotional trauma that's going to affect him for the rest of like the series in this episode. It's just like, no, he really liked Arthur. He was willing to die for for Arthur. He didn't get to die for Arthur, so he's going to die for his mom. He didn't get to die for his mom. 
Gaius tried to die for Merlin. He didn't die for Merlin. Nimue's dead. The main antagonist is gone, and now they're going to go back home and literally start back to hunting wild beasts in the forest L- again, I guess. <laughs> literally, literally, the questing beast who came, put a fatal bite on Arthur, was for everyone's benefit. Like, your main antagonist, gone. They are better <laughs> off at the beginning, at the end of this episode than they were at the beginning. <laughs> it's just insane. Ah. Like, um yep. And I guess we could get into this um in our season 1 recap next week, click click. Um but like it really feels like the status quo of Camelot didn't change. Like more yeah. or less we're we're where we started. Merlin could do magic but he has to hide it. Arthur's a stuck-up prince who has, like, a soft side. And magic is bad and keeps trying to kill them. Um, there, there's there's a dragon as well. And through various parts of the season, dragon and Merlin get along. Dragon and Merlin don't get along. We end with dragon and Merlin don't get along. Yeah. Like, cool. They they have a... Oh, fuck. What's it, what's it called? A Sundere relationship, sort of. <laughs> oh, no. God, don't. God <laughs> damn you. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Who taught you that <laughs> word? Who talked to you? Uh, <laughs> Why do you don't know? you guys don't you guys hate it when I pull out the the words that you don't think I should know? <laughs> Why are you even close to the actual meaning of that word? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know I didn't get it right entirely. I know, but, I also but know it's that terrible that you got entirely. close. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, anyways, <laughs> I do. Okay, also David, have... any 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 magical facts about questing beasts? Do I, those exist? I was so defeated that I did not even look up anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, this is based on a an actual Arthurian story of the same name. Um, what of is what? That? Oh, the Mort d'Arthur. Yeah, like the death of Arthur. Yeah, that makes sense. I I have so little yep. like hope for the writers of Merlin that I don't think they could have come up with this title anyways. Uh, it so was, that makes hey, sense. hey listeners, go go a just 15th, Google Arthurian legend questing beast and go read the Wikipedia page. It was a fifteenth century compilation <laughs> of Arthurian tales written by Thomas Mallory. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Um, cool. I have season averages, but we'll hold those as bait for the season one recap. Yes. Um, oh, God, I have to go and try and find special features. Yes. <laughs> that is your job. Yes. Am I just going to end up buying a Merlin box set? <laughs> oh, no. That, How am I gonna that would be a bit that? of a shame. I think, if, Nick, you have a like DVD player in your computer, right? I do. Maybe Nick has to buy sets. <laughs> oh. Listen. That's, we just have to find the special features for Merlin is what we have to do. I don't know how we're going to do that, but we need to obtain them. Uh, why doesn't Netflix there come with go. special features? There we go. That'll, that will cost me on DVD $64. That's not bad. It's not terrible. For the entire series or just season one? Yes, for the entire series. It's not bad on dvd um i'll i'll get it someday uh <laughs> <laughs> oh no 
there's gotta be. Hey, audience, if you could point us in the direction. We'll find it. This is not something for the audience. Fucking David, uh... get us out of here. All right. Uh, that was episode uh, observer location. Oh, yeah. Charlie, get us out of here before we get out of here. Uh, <laughs> the observer is. Oh, what is he doing? Um, he's in the cup. We already did that joke last Nip- time. <laughs> oh, no, damn it. I did. Um, you did. You can't keep putting him in cups. He's watching Nimue get electrocuted hilariously. Okay. Sure. <laughs> that forces you to up his lighting on the front, but uh, drop it off on the back. That's fine. That's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that this is just David David learning shitty Photoshop. It's... <laughs> Uh, putting him it's in a, a cup is harder. <laughs> <laughs> I've been impressed with all of the David uh, David observers so far. They've been great. Really? Some there have been some trash ones. Oh, dude! But like you've done them, and that just like I I, I love it. Like I'm I'm here for all of them. <laughs> the one where he's a fairy is real bad. The fairy oh, one is oh, that is one's great. Worst. Where he's just in the corner with a huge bloom filter on him. It's great. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Our Twitter is very cursed. <laughs> Anyways, David, talk about that Twitter. Yes, if you want to see our incredibly cursed Twitter, uh, check us out at Forsaf, spelled F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F. Or if you want to give us a review because, you know, liked what you listened to, which would be insane and you should seek help, <laughs> um, you can, like, give us a five-star review or lower, I guess, on your podcasting service of choice. Um, but if you give us a five-star, I will reference it and talk about it, I guess. But also, if you give us a four-star or a three-star or a two-star or a one-star, that will be what the rating of our of our podcast is, <laughs> will because be, you'll be the yeah. first one. It'll be the only rating. <laughs> uh, um, you can also reach out to us at our email if you want to actually like talk to us for a while or send us your thoughts and feelings or your fan fiction on... Uh, on the electronic web at forsaf at gmail.com f-o-u-r-s-a-a-f at gmail.com um thank you all so much for listening until next week outro our intro and outro music is the butterfly kid on the mountain by slunch i uh, i really tried on that pronunciation i don't think it's correct but that's what youtube tells me